The following podcast has been brought to you by Uh-huh, 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 porn and goodies. Bam, 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 bam. I believe, I believe it goes a little something like this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Fanta Club proudly brings to you, it is Lou Wednesday Night War. Whose war? My war. Yeah. My time is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm your longest reigning Ramblemania champion of all the times. Hell yeah. The Angel of Death 6XL. Joining me as always. It is I, your former four-time Fortune 4 Ramblemania champion of this and all other worlds. TJ the Great. TJ the Great. I'm going to do it like like the way that uh, I guess Tully's doing it now. Four time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four time. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Is it like this? He throwing up dips? Yeah, he's throwing, he throwing up some shit. <laughs> gang shit. I don't know, man. Tully I think it's a whole lot shit. of gang shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't know what you, what you fucking with, Telly, but. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of gang shit, nigga. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So let's let's get a, a quick little uh, uh, look back at NXT TakeOver 31 and how much fun we had at Legends, man. Yeah, Legends opened its doors once again, you know, yes. for the pay-per-view viewing party. Shout out to, you know, Jabba Tears Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, as always, thank you for having us. Shout out to your sports show. Of course, of course. All uh, love uh, on, on this side. All love to our fellow podcasters. Mm-hmm. It was good to, you know, see everybody again. Good to be in that environment around all the fans having fun. We hadn't done that in a while, you know? Nah, it's been a while, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we got some chops and <laughs> Yeah, we got some chops. <laughs> we we had some great food. Yeah. Some good food, a little bit of drink. Yeah. It was it was a uh, nice time. You know, it was it was good again, good to be back, you know, after the pandemic and everything else about twenty twenty. <laughs> I, I had my great uh NXT uh face mask. Yeah. Repping the brand. As <laughs> <laughs> should be, you know, when a, a pay-per-view like this happens. Yeah. And we had some great fucking wrestling. Holy shit. Yeah, it's TakeOver. The, the, those are never bad. So Holy shit. Yeah, so <laughs> she wasn't there. but <laughs> I know, but Kushida was there. He he was there. And he, he beat the piss out of Velveteen Dream. Damn right. That whole Doc Brown Kushida situation was fire as fuck. Yeah. Doc mm-hmm. Brown versus Marty McFly. The 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 feud of the century. Yep, yep. Was, but I mean Kushida's always Marty McFly though. Yeah. <laughs> but but Velveteen decided to match him this time. You know, say what you will about Velveteen Dream, yeah. you know, the situation, but 
He's yeah, always to, had that mm-hmm. that eye for character and gimmick and storytelling mm-hmm. and all that. And again, here he had it. Great, great outfit choice in Doc yeah. Doc Brown. It was it was good for the story. That, yeah. That's that's uh, you know take the professional part out of the personal and just yeah. for that situation for that time being until yeah. you know anything happens you know yeah but yeah um friggin uh, my boy versus uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott oh yeah. yeah for me that that was one of the better matches of the night I mean main event was match of the night for me but that one was really damn good mm-hmm. uh, again Swerve. You know, really, you know, showing off and showing out. And Escobar is Escobar is money. He is money. Yep, he's great. He's great. Yeah. Uh, another dude who's great is Damian Priest. Golly, man, he showed out, son. He had fun. You can yeah. tell when when a wrestler is having fun in there. He had fun. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and it's like right? we always talk about. You know, whatever Johnny Gargano was doing outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Whenever he gets inside the ring, there are few better than Johnny Wrestling. Yep, he was showing out, showing out. It yeah. was a good match. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, of course, Candice LeRae, bruh, bruh. And Io Shirai. Shirai. This brought a lot of things to light, bruh. No, absolutely. I mean, NXT probably has, you know, the best women's division on out of any like major American promotion right now, they're 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 clicking like them and probably Impact are like neck and neck. Mm-hmm. But again, this EO and Candice was a really good match, and even the post match we had a lot of cool stuff coming out of that. For one, we got the return of Tony Storm. It's Tony yes, time. It's Tony on NXT time once again. She's back. Mm-hmm. And then I finally found out. Who was the siphon filter? <laughs> the siphon filter was revealed, and it was not even a man. No, it was that siphon filter too. <laughs> <laughs> Where it had the one with the girl on it. Yeah, I forgot about Be- that. Because dressed like a Mad Max character, out of the blue of the sky, it's the return of Ember Moon. Hell yeah. If you didn't know, Ember a while back had had been talking about her injury and how mm-hmm. it had been a struggle for her to get back and how it it, it may have been the end for her. Like it, this was looking like it may be a career ending injury that she had, but thankfully mm-hmm. it was not, and she is back. It was a swave. Yeah, and and back on NXT at that, the place where Ember has always shined the brightest. And you know what the thing is, too? I feel like at this point, there's NXT guys and guys who can move up to WWE. That's what I think it is now. Because there's guys who, they're from NXT, they get on the main roster, and it just doesn't work. And it's because their style, their promo style, their wrestling style, who they are as a character does not work with all that confinement of the main roster. Like, I feel like there's certain guys who can adapt to that. I feel like Keith Lee has adapted quite well. And that's one of those things where it's just like, I, she belongs here on NXT. She's for the NXT fans. She's for that, you know, for, for this, she works well. For the main roster, I felt like she was lost. 
You feel me? Like, there's certain people that on NXT just can thrive way better. And that's what we're seeing from this now. We'll, we'll never get Ember ending Asuka's undefeated streak. Like, of all the fantasy booking that I come up with in my head, that's like one of the ones that always just pops into my brain. Like, mm-hmm. Ember spent all this fucking time going after Asuka and could never beat her. And like, that would have been the perfect thing. But I'll take him one more time if you can do it. Let's get Asuka down here and, and let's do one more match. Yeah, please. I'd be with it. I'd be yes. with it. And I want, let's get that women's title in that situation, please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. But, yeah. And then. But yeah, Ember Moon back, Tony Storm back, NXT's women's division just gets better and better week by week, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then that main event, bro. Then our main event. We were talking a few weeks ago about <laughs> Hangman and Cass feeling like a New Japan match. Boy. This, <laughs> this right here. Now, here's the situation. Ah. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking man, dark. <laughs> but yeah, here's the situation. At the end of that match, I mean, the way it ended to me was just so empty. And I was like, something wasn't right there. Tevin was like, no, it's, it's fine. He, he won that way, I guess. That's his finisher. And I'm like, something wasn't right there. Like, that wasn't supposed to end like that. That was not supposed to end like that. And then, you know, on NXT today, we find some things out, and I'm like, that makes a lot of sense now. So, with that said, TakeOver 31, a solid show. The uh, the cap, the CWC, the Capital Wrestling Center, which NXT tonight is also taking place there, and from here on out will be taking place there. Uh, I really liked it. I yep. really liked the Capital Wrestling Center a lot, a lot more than I liked the Thunderdome. I, I liked it better for the pay per view, by the way, but I don't like it that much for the actual NXT show. No, why not? I feel like they amped up more the the full crowd noise. Yeah, like they yeah, made like it really I liked, hokey. Like I, I felt like. It solved my big issue with the Thunderdome and the crowd noise in that mm-hmm. they had people there making noise. So you don't have to have as much crowd sweetening audio like you could. It blends together. So it sounds like a more natural, authentic crowd experience. Like and, and in that case, it sounds like there's more people there than there actually is because they yeah. blended it well on TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. For for that reason, I really like the Capitol Center. I like the setup, like you know, the cage surrounding, the barricade yeah, around the ring. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that the uh, the virtual screens with the fans are higher and they're more flat against the wall. Yeah, but the, that's for a reason. They they don't have as much space. Yeah, it's not as much space, but just like aesthetically, yeah, it it, it comes off better. And, and like I said, having like just like the NBA. Having people, actual people, in front of the virtual people. Yeah. I just think the visual, it's, it's a better supporting visual. Like, if, if WWE could do their regular shows here too, that'd be cool. But I get why they, they like the Thunderdome, pal. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderdome. Cause Vince set it up like a real crowd. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Go home with that. This was way better. Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't like it on the main show because they added way too much volume. 
on yeah. the crowd. Way too much emphasis on him. And with that being said, hold on, Tevin. It's about time we do lose something. It's about that time. Oh, yeah. And before that, I like the fact that they named it the Capitol Wrestling Center. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, after Vince's dad and his, his Capitol Wrestling venture way back when. Mm-hmm. So. And with that being said, yeah. <sighs> it goes a little something like this. Tevin. Yes, sir. Are you ready? I believe I am ready. No! <laughs> I said, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> then, for the thousands in attendance, And for the millions watching and listening at home. Yeah. Who? Wait. And for one title belt that for God's sakes must be cursed. Ah. Who? Let's get ready to banter. Jesus. NXT. <laughs> from the Capitol Wrestling Center. Yes, sir. <laughs> we open this show with a match and a hell of a match at that. Hell yeah. Tommaso Ciampa versus Kushida. Why, why, why not give this to me every week? Right. G- give me, give me, give me all of this. Yeah. I, I want it all. And like, like that SmackDown theme? I whooped the, my favorite SmackDown. The best one. Real shit. Hey, it's my life. My time. My rights. My rhymes. All that. Fucking John Cena in the background throwing up a chain and shit. <laughs> Cornball. Eddie Guerrero turning into Chavo Guerrero. Turning into Eddie Guerrero. That shit was so cool. Yeah. yeah. It was like uh, the Lion Cheat and Steel squad. Just flipping in between each other it was weird. Yeah. Then you had, you know, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. Shelton Benjamin was my shit back then. He was like, I wanted him to do everything. And then I thought they were going to do it with the whole uh, gold standard thing, but it, it went nowhere. Yeah. It, it, man, <laughs> I ain't going to fly too much off track. <laughs> yeah. that, that intro was cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I too would like, more of Tommaso Ciampa and Kushida, especially because we don't get a finish to this Tommaso Ciampa and Kushida mm-hmm. match. Because fucking Velveteen Dream, the it devil. turns out. <laughs> the devil is not dead. Nope. He, he's back and he's here. He interferes. He takes out the, he takes out both of them. And somehow Ciampa is declared the victor by DQ. But Ciampa's not happy about that. Hell no. Yeah, he's like, that's not how the fuck I want to win. I, no one how, will survive. When does he ever like winning like that? Yeah, this man survived. That's not how I get down. No one will survive. No one. Yeah. So Tommaso Ciampa's not happy, and Kushida, he ain't that happy, but fuck it. He, he poses at the top of the ramp like, mm-hmm. I'm going to whoop Velveteen Dream's ass next time I see him. That's on God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I find funny? Kushida's little boots. <laughs> Tiny little boots. I wish you just went out and found the, the goddamn sneakers. Yeah, someone get that. Can we get some sneaker heads to to 
They Shane have McMahon. them. They're out there. Yes. Yeah. Shane, come on, man. You got all those connects. Yeah. You're a sneaker, Kofi. Shane. Kofi. Kofi, come on, dude. Yeah, come on now. Bruh. Hook, hook, hook our homie Kushida up. Bruh. Come on, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Help a brother yeah. out. Good match. I had fun with it. Too bad I had to end this way. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely like them to go back to that match in future. And I think they will. NXT is mm-hmm. usually, usually when NXT does DQs, it's for a reason. Like they don't, you know, bullshit out DQs like that for no reason. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we get more follow up. I'm happy with the Kush Kush. Yeah. Kushida has been great lately. Mm-hmm. He's being better mm-hmm. and better every week. So yeah. Just keep Some- using him to this capacity and watch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So with that, we move on. And Ember Moon is back. Ember Moon is here. Yep. She hits the ring. She talks about, you know, how long it's been since he's been here in NXT. And you know how for the past 14 months, she's been in isolation, you know, trying to heal from that injury. She says she used that time to find Ember's law, she says. And she says that means that no one is going to walk all over me. No one's going to tell me what to do anymore. I'm making my own path. A lot of things have changed, but the one thing that hasn't is that I still want that NXT Women's Championship. And with that, you, you speak of my title, and here I come. Io Shirai comes down to the ring, mm-hmm. stares down Ember Moon like, do you want this smoke? But Rhea Ripley also comes out right after that. Yep. Because this is my brutality, not yours and yours. <laughs> So Ray, she stands at the top of the ramp. She Mm -hmm. says, you know, I love that attitude, Ember. You know what? I agree. You do deserve a title shot. But before she can say any more, before she can throw a butt or anything else in, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez jump her from behind and they take her down. Ember runs up the ramp to make the save while Eo's like, oh, damn, that's crazy. Damn. And she just hangs out in the ring. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Evil motherfucker, yo. <laughs> Evil! <laughs> so the four the four ladies up top of the ramp, they brawl. And then William Regal comes out and is like, all right, sunshine. It's enough of that. <laughs> Him and his goddamn sunshine. <laughs> he sets up a tag team match, channeling the great Teddy Long. Yeah. For our tag main team event team tonight. <laughs> Dakota and Raquel versus Ember and Rhea. With the shits. And somebody tonight also goes one-on-one with their version of The Undertaker. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, what took a bump? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> One moment, please. We got Drake Maverick. He pulls up to the arena. And they're asking him about, you know, him and Killian Dane's situation. He says, you know, we've been working together over the past two weeks in preparing for our next match. You know, there's, there's the a lot shit. of things in the pipeline, all right? A lot of things going on. For this and shit. then Killian Dane appears right behind him. As, as pissed off as ever, as, as not with it to team with Drake as ever. But then Drake is like, hey, we've got a tag team match against Everrise tonight. Mm-hmm. Dane is like, what the fuck? I don't want to be <laughs> your partner. He pissed, he's pissed off and he leaves. And Drake just follows him happily. Yeah, just chilling. Yeah, like, we're 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 best friends, all right. Like, yeah, my buddy, my pal. He yeah. t- tells him, like, wait till you hear the theme song. <laughs> oh, boy, the theme song. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, 
before we get to that theme song, we've got EO backstage being interviewed. Yes. He's like, hey, why didn't you help Ember out there? And 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 EO's like, well, that isn't my problem, Ember and, and Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. My problem is defending this NXT Women's Championship. So EO ain't got time for nothing but people who want to smoke for her belt. She basically pulled a Grandmaster Sexy. <laughs> if you don't know me, you ain't my homie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it! <laughs> of all Grandmaster Sexy things to remember. <laughs> oh man! Uh, rest in peace. R.I.P. Bro. Yeah, he was great though. That show was fucking yeah, was hilarious. Great. Yeah. If you don't know, I was like, I hate this fool. Who does he think he is? <laughs> Freaking Malibu's most wanted ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was John Cena before John Cena. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a rich cat. We get a, a recap. We a get a recap. <laughs> a rip cap. We get a recap of Rich Holland breaking Adam Cole's rib caps. <laughs> That's what we get. We, we get a rip, 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 rip. <laughs> Yeah, and that takes us to the Undisputed Era backstage, and mm-hmm. they're all pissed off. Like Cole promises, we're going to make Rich Holland pay. Kyle O'Reilly, he's a little upset, you know. I'm sorry I didn't get the finish off Finn Balor and get the win, but they're all like, nah, 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 don't apologize. You did yeah. your thing, good. Cole says, you know, I have no idea why Rich Holland attacked me, mm-hmm. but you know what? doesn't matter. This man broke my ribs. So he's a dead man. Ooh. And that is undisputed. Big, big push for Ridge Holland on the horizon here. Mm-hmm. And that takes us to our next match. Yeah. Ever Rise versus Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Oh, my God. And oh, boy, oh, boy. Was Drake Maverick not wrong about he and Killian Dane's music? <laughs> It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. But it was. I it was wish pretty it was close. that. That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> it, it had that same cheery kind of note to it. <laughs> yeah, very cheery, happy, whistling yeah. going on. Yeah, uh, Drake is doing Drake, a little a little dance to it. Drake is is full on crossing right now. Just yeah, trying to trying to get Killian to do it with him, and, and Dana's like, "What the no?" He's like, "No, get this no, music get off." This- Wayne shit. Barrett, yeah. he just, what the hell is this? <laughs> this man over here is like, stop whistling. Yeah, Killian Dane hates it, <laughs> despises it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So, first, this man, Killian Dane, he throws Drake into the ring. But then he's like, go stand on the apron. I'm going to start. So, so, he starts the match. But Drake blind tags in almost right away. And then that pisses Dane off. So it, there's a little back and forth between them for throughout this match. And then Ever Rise, they eventually take over. But Dane, he's like, all right, fuck this. He blind tags his way in, starts to clean house, fucking takes Drake, power bombs him onto Martell. Mm-hmm. And Drake is, is dead, laid out. But so is Martell. 
So it counts as a pinfall. Oh, man. Ref counts three. Dane and Drake, they win. And there go the young fucks. <laughs> so Drake, Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you may have. <laughs> so Drake, he comes to, and, you know, he celebrates, and he's happy. And he's he trying to get, once again, trying to get Dane to get with it and dance. But he kills Dane him. <laughs> punches him, knocks his lights out. But he and does he looks something like he's different, gonna leave. though. Yeah, he does something different. But then he turns around and he's like, <sighs> picks him up, puts him over his shoulder, takes him out. So like I said before, this is, they're growing, they're growing together, their their relationship and friendship is evolving. Mm-hmm. One day, Killian Dane's not going to punch him, and it's going to be a nice moment. Uh, I think Steve Urkel said it best when he said, I'm wearing you down. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> I like that Drake is getting to like be be Drake Maverick or you know Rockstar yeah. Spud. He's getting to be that lovable, yeah, goofy <laughs> underdog babyface character that you know he sees so good at being. Yeah, it's like yeah. we love him. We can't. How do you hate this one? Yeah. How do you, how can you hate this guy? He's come on now, Drake so- Maverick. Be in a video package, you know, covering the return of Tony Storm mm-hmm. you know, or highlights everything she's done here in this company, former NXT UK women's champion. And there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, there, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so, we move on from that. We see Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. They're walking the dog. Yep. With matching so. fucking jumpsuits. Uh, <laughs> they're that couple. Uh, cringe. They're that couple. Ah, <laughs> uh, the amount of cringe is unfucking healthy. <laughs> With that being said, they find a TV in in front of their door, I believe. Yeah, Johnny. You know, as we know, has been you know upset for weeks about his TV. Yep, he wanted and, to watch Madden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and play some Madden and. Yeah, she's got things to do, and this this new TV is apparently gifted from Indy Hartwell. And immediately Johnny goes, "Who in the blue hell <laughs> are you?" Yeah, so they 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 just take the TV inside, and that's where we leave them for now. Mm-hmm. Next match in the card: Austin Theory versus Leon Ruff. Yep. We've that name Leon is Ruff. just too close. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He, especially considering where we've seen him in the past in the mm-hmm. cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, you know, Leon Ruff, he's here and he's talented. I like Leon Ruff. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this was mainly a, a showcase for Austin Theory. You yeah. Know, he's taken some recent L, so I guess they wanted to give him a quick little showing. For his for his efforts and Leon Ruff, he looked decent here though. So I imagine eventually down the line we'll see Leon Ruff do some more because he's he's signed and he's been around. Yeah, I hope just like the other dude, what was his name? Who? Uh, they gave him a new name now on NXT. What was it? Something Adonis. Oh oh, Ashante 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 Ashante. Oh my God! I remember when I saw it, I was like, really? That explains some sideburns. But, you know, like, <laughs> it's just like, wow, son. Wow. Like, I like that they gave him a new name, like, you know. 
And yeah. hopefully Leon Ruff gets in on it because it's just it's just too close, man. Yeah, you're too close, man. You're too, too close. close. So theory DC's celebrating, talking his shit. He gets on the mic. He says, "You see that right there? That's what happens when I get the chance to warm up." See, I was cold the last time we faced off Adam Cole. And I know you're injured now, so you ain't going to be able to have another match with me. But trust me when I say I am the future of NXT, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. And with that said, you know what happens around here in NXT when you're talking too much shit. Shouldn't have been talking shit. He looming. He's always looming. You should have been talking shit. He is here. Do you see me? You see, you see this man? You was talking all that shit and all of a sudden I smelled it. And when I smelled that shit you was talking, I had to put you in your place. I'm gonna make you go night night. Talk too much shit. You, you summon Dexter Loomis. You better go night night, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that that is NXT's Bloody Mary. <laughs> Talk too much shit, Dexter Loomis shows up in the mirror and takes you out. Mm, I like the smell of your perfume. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. It also, <laughs> also gets the holes again. <laughs> Let me tell you something, bro. This, I hope people know, like, this was the original character that, like, Stone Cold was going for. Iceman. Yep. He just wanted a crazy, psycho, creepy serial killer. Yeah. That's what he wanted to be originally. Yeah. But then he realized... The reaction he was getting when he would throw in parts of himself versus just that cold, calculating character that he was coming up with. Yeah. And, like, that's what made him become the guy that we all knew and loved. But if he didn't add that, <laughs> he would have been Dexter Loomis. <laughs> should have been talking I shit. Hope know. <laughs> just, he should have been talking shit, son. <laughs> Now I'm going to whip your ass. What? <laughs> so, yeah. This leads to another match. Yes. Austin Theory versus Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. Loomis. And again, like, like, like we've said before, I'm glad to have Dexter Loomis back because he's another guy. Any guy in WWE that has a unique ring style that stands out, is always a bonus for me. Like Timothy Thatcher is one. Like nobody has matches in WWE like Timothy mm-hmm. Thatcher. And people don't have matches in WWE like Dexter Loomis because of the way he in, he inputs his character. Yep. Like just the way everyone sells him. Like Austin Theory is like, yo, what the fuck wrong with this dude, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but that's just who he is. That's just yeah. how he is. Yeah. And and I the finish. The finish is really cool. Yeah, Austin Theory hits that uh that Rolling Thunder drop kick, mm-hmm. but Loomis gets up first. Yes, and that shocks the shit out of Theory. He's like, "Oh shit, what the fuck!" And at that point, Theory's like, "I right, nah, I gotta go." But Loomis catches him, puts him in the silence. Yep, and that's all she wrote. Murder she wrote. Murder, Murder she wrote. She wrote. It's always murder she wrote when this man is in town. Absolutely. Dexter Loomis gets the submission victory. Before he can, you know, celebrate too much, Cameron fucking grabs. Oh, Jesus. 
Oh my god, what does he call that 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 gimmick that he did? Caven. God damn. I love that it's called the caving because that's literally what he does. What? He caves in your chest. <laughs> so he literally just comes running, running at 100 miles per hour straight down, hops into the ring and just boom, right in the middle of Dexter Loomis's chest. And I was just like, he murdered him. <laughs> he absolutely murdered him. It looked so mean, bro. Then he gets down and he's like, when I ask you a question, you answer me, freak. Jesus. Do you think you're the rock now? <laughs> you sick freak freak. Apparently he does. Yeah, maybe. Just a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot, baby girl, just a little, a little bit. bit. So that takes us to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. They're interviewed about their tag team match coming up. Raquel, she says, you know, I'm ta- I'm gonna take out Ray Ripley once and for all. Because you know they've been beefing. And yeah, Dakota Kai, she says. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Dakota, she <laughs> says, you know, if Ember Moon wants a title shot, she better get in line and get behind me. Because no one's getting a title shot before me. It's beef. It's beef. And then Why does next- this presenter have, like, that, like, was it, like, late 90s, early 2000s, crimped up pop star hair? I was not... I was not digging it, presenter. What's her name? <laughs> Is that Mackenzie? Is Mackenzie back I, this week? I don't know, man. I don't know these interchangeable ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just becoming, ever since, like, Renee left, Dasha left, like, ever since they lost all those few, like, girls that were actually, the only one who's different is Kayla Braxton. It was Mackenzie. But I like Mackenzie. Mackenzie, she's getting better. It's still interchangeable. Like dead for yeah they they're interview bots but mm-hmm. I don't know Mackenzie she's getting a little better I think it's because yeah. she's been around for, she's been around there for a while now so she's getting used to the role yeah like that's what it is you gotta let these people get comfortable in the role and give mm-hmm. them time to do shit yeah I'm gonna keep giving you some time and, and please next time really that haircut bro. <laughs> the state of your hair speaking of state of my hair you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I ain't want to talk I look like a pineapple it's yeah. just <laughs> I don't I don't have many hair discussions anymore <laughs> damn <laughs> but you you didn't have to say it like that I've don't accepted do it like that <laughs> Yeah. We got Prime Target, another Prime Target video package. This one for the NXT Championship match. Yes. From TakeOver 31. Mm-hmm. And this is where you know, we get the details. Yes. Finn Balor broke his jaw in mm-hmm. two places. He broke his jaw. But he says, you know, no, no, no need to relinquish the title. He will be back soon enough to defend it again. So that's good to hear. That's one positive of it. So these two actually really did beat the shit out of each other <laughs> in that main event. <laughs> oh, D. <laughs> and then you could see uh, Kyle O'Reilly was uh, wincing in pain. Yeah. He wasn't breathing right. Yeah. So I think he, he might be a little hurt, too. Let's yeah. hope not. So hopefully, like Finn, it, it's nothing too serious. Yeah. So then we hear from Rich Holland. 
Yeah, speaking of murderers. <laughs> this, this, this dude, Rich Holland. Yeah. Last week, I didn't have a Mercedes. This week, I do have a Mercedes. You can thank Adam Cole for that. Did this man steal this man's whip? No. <laughs> I think he's Rikishi. I, what I feel like and what it looks like to me is that he's a hired gun. That's what this situation looks like. Ah. He's a hired gun. Somebody paid him off handsomely to get that vehicle. And that's what happened. So the question would be then, who? Who could it be? And this is where NXT gets good. Yeah. You feel me? Remember NXT's last who done it? Yep. That was fucking great. So hopefully it can live up to that. It's it's like the, the the indie situation, yeah. Where like they they they've been learning how to plant seeds now. Yeah. I think that I think they're getting back to being able to plant seeds. Yeah. So we head back from commercial and we get Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. He gets interviewed about his match at Takeover. He says, "You know, what I really want to do here is like I've been saying. It's like I always say. I want to make my name." Live forever. So you know what? I'm open at any challengers. Anybody wants it, they can get it. They just got to come find me. Yep. Like I was saying about that match where he showed out, like it was like his real coming out as like a baby face now type situation. And this was a very baby face style promo where he's just like, now we have the North American title open challenge. I fucks with it. It's very similar yeah. to what they're doing on uh, AEW with the TNT title. It's it's fine. Yeah. And it, <clears throat> it, it's a good thing for baby faces to do. Like, I want to be a fighting champion. Anybody that wants to come fight me, we can do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get it on. Yeah. And speaking of fighting, up next, Ridge Holland versus Danny Birch. Mm-hmm. As par the usual, whenever you see Danny Birch in that ring, He's going to make the guy he's in there with look good because that's the guy they're usually pushing. But don't you think he isn't also going to look like a star himself? He's the GOAT. <laughs> any any wrestling company needs talent like Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch for that exact reason that I just outlined. Because they know how to elevate all talent. Bottom, middle, top and themselves at the same time. Everybody comes out of a match with Oni Lorcan or Danny Birch looking better than they did going in. Yeah, usually that's that's just how they work. There, there, there's a few guys who can do that, and I feel like it's going to be Oni, Danny Birch, and Timothy Thatcher. Like They go out there and they murder themselves, murder you, and make everybody, all parties involved, look like champions. Got to push one and two, man. We got to push these boys. And maybe one, add three. Two. Yeah, add a three if you want. Timothy but just Thatch. Push him. <laughs> Thatch is Thatch can. So, a showcase for Holland, but a good match. He gets the victory. Mm-hmm. And he, he taunt, he's taunting Danny Birch as he, he's set to walk out. And Danny Birch ain't with that shit. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to talk shit to me. I'm Danny fucking Birch. 
Danny, Danny Birch, Danny, Danny Birch. So then Holland, he, he takes him back down, starts laying into him with some headbutts. Then, mm-hmm. of course, you don't attack two and think one ain't coming down for the save. Mm-hmm. Oni Lorkin runs in, takes out Rich Holland, takes him outside of the ring. And then, here we go. Refs come out, separate them. Oni plunches onto Holland on the outside. And here is where I think this show, this show is, is the cursed. Thing that's cursed. This entire show is cursed. So after this happens, you know, I think we came back from commercial break or something. Yeah. And then you just see him laid out on a stretcher. And it looks bad, man. And he just, he does the thumbs up. As per usual, when somebody is in the situation, yeah, and the crowd politely applaud him, and you know, it was just no, not another one, man. What the yeah. fuck? It's uh, it 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 looked bad. So Rich Holland is more than likely going to be out for a little while, and you know, best best wishes in his recovery for sure. Sucks, man, because he obviously he was on the verge of a big push. Like he's about to feud with Adam Cole, so they obviously had big plans for him. But now that's on hold. Real, real unfortunate situation. Let's hope and pray that good comes out of that. Hopefully, he takes some time off. It help you know when he recovers, he gets better. You know, let's hope the best. You know, yeah. So, that's that. Mm-hmm. Poor Holland is out of here. We head back to the Gargano household. We had fun with the Yorkshire, didn't we? Yeah, Yorkshire. Good old Yorkshire. Yeah. You you, you <laughs> go home to Yorkshire, get well, <clears throat> and then you come back here and whoop ass. Yep. Being that we're from New York, yeah, we, we share a York. <laughs> yeah, we share a York. There's, there's a kinship there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, back to Gargano watching his TV. Yeah, the Gargano household. He has set up his new TV, mm-hmm. and it's got a USB thumbstick in it. Yep. He's like, oh, what's this? So they watch it, and it, it's a little clip show of Indy Hartwell saving Candice LeRae in the Women's Battle Royal. She did this several times, actually, which I didn't even notice initially. Yep. That, they, I'm telling you, they're learning how to do shit again. Yeah. They're learning how to put all these little nice little seeds here and there to, like, that you don't notice. That you don't notice. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. NXT. So, yeah. So then Johnny, he's like, hmm. Yeah. There's something here. You know, I've always liked Hindi Artwell. She's yeah. really good. You know, really talented. And then, and then Candace is like, you know what? Yeah, I think I like her too. She's really good. So it looks like what you said is going to be happening soon enough. It's in the Gargano way. He's going to be bringing some new people into the fold. It's the only way I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fixing the Garganos for you. Yes. See, I told listening. you. I t- they're like, all right, so how are we going to make this little chunky motherfucker happy? All right, listen. <laughs> we're going to plant a seed that he ain't going to see coming. He's going to be like, Swife. And then we're going to start adding people to this group. And he's going to be like, Swife. And then a whole bunch of cool shit is going to happen around it. And he, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. But let's see. Where this goes to see if they com- continue to, yeah. to to put a smile on my face here. I'm interested. Good shit. Good. Sh- this gets a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I almost gave it a bars, but it gets a goat. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You get some good story set up. 
There you go. Yeah. But come back from commercial. Thatch ass, thatch can. Yeah. This Timothy looks, Thatcher. You know what this reminds me of? What? By the way, before that, actually, the Gargano's dog is one of the cutest dogs I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this dog a, is adorable. A chubby, pudgy, little, cute little. Anyways, yes. So back to this <laughs> Timothy Thatcher situation. Um, he, this whole thing reminds me of like Stu Hart in the dungeon. <laughs> I fucking. At first, I'm just like, all right, this is getting hokey, this is getting annoying. But then I'm like, wait. I see something in this, and I like it, because it gives me a nice little throwback here. And then the way he treats it, where he's just, like, manipulating the situation, he's great. I like yeah. these promos now. He, I hated him for so long, and now I'm like, I've accepted this. I like it. In this one, he talks about, you know, how important it is to snatch opportunities as soon as they present themselves. You see, a man is defined by the pain that he inflicts in life. Life will grind you down until you quit. But I won't let it do it to me. Real shit. And then, of course, you know, he stretches the motherfucker. Yeah. Because he always stretching the motherfucker. Seven, but now it's time for... Ow, ow, ow. Yes. Shotzi Blackheart, who is happy to remind you that she will be hosting Halloween Havoc, mm-hmm. you know, the 28th. She She's here. She has the shirt. She has the gimmick. Shotzi is ready. Did you see her tank? Yeah. It had little spider webs on it and shit. Yeah. Shotzi getting all into being being a scream queen, a horror host. I, I, I see good things for her. Yeah. I would expect nothing less from Shotzi. And and, and a, after she comes out, it's Ju, Jagra Jaju, Ja, Ju, Jagra Jaju, Ja. Please give her a new theme song. <laughs> she may get one. I know, Consider. but we'll talk about... Mm, 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 mm. Let's talk about this match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this was a solid little match. Mainly mainly a showcase for Shotzi. Zia Lee did... They're, they're, they're telling that story of her getting increasingly more and more desperate to get a win. Yeah. But Shotzi is able to cut her off. Hits the senton from the top. Covers her. Gets the three count and the victory. She celebrates and once again... Poor Zia Lee sits in the corner, dejected, upset, depressed. But she she looks in better shape, by the way, too. Oh, she looks in great. Like she yeah. jacked. Zia Lee is jacked. But <laughs> damn, it reminds me of Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Caruso is <laughs> like a real jack. Yeah, gorgeous, but yeah, jacked. I, I gorgeous think, though. I th- go ahead. No. Nah. I was going to say, I think after this match, we see somebody that we love. Yeah. Big homie Boa. It's it's our boy Boa. Boa. <laughs> In a suit and shit, looking dapper. Yeah, looking badass, bro. Yeah. So Zaylee, she's sitting there looking upset. Boa comes down. He's got his suit on, and he hands Zaylee the letter. She she opens it. She reads it. She's like, okay. And she leaves with him to the back. Is it wrong that when he handed her the letter, I was like, we just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just, we got, just got a letter. A letter. I wonder, wonder who, who it's, it's from. from. <laughs> it's either from Boa or whoever Boa seems to be representing. <laughs> so that takes us to the main event. It's time for the main event. 
Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ray Ripley and Ember Moon. Yes. And Ember Moon, her first match back in the ring in 14 months. Hell yeah. Looked good. She looked like she didn't miss a step. Now, I know commentary, they, they say that shit all the time. But, like, legit, she went out there like, I, I never missed I never missed a moment. I've, I've been here the, this entire time. You know what I'm saying? It's you, you. You can tell. You know. She, she's yeah. been waiting to do this. She was beyond ready to mm-hmm. get back in there and do this. In her promo, you could hear it. Like, she was trying to stay straight-faced. Yeah, and even though that promo was, was a bit corny, but you could see her trying to like stay straight faced and do the deal. But she was just super uber excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and she got to show it off. And yep. it was like we said, you know, she has has clearly adapted, much like you know Daniel Bryan and and others who have suffered major injuries have. They've adapted her ring style to make it something that you know won't be as hard on her. But will not, you know, take away from her entertainment value in the ring. Yep. She's got some new moves. I like that she switched up her style. I I enjoyed that. The fact that she actually put some thought into it and it felt organic and refreshing and it was dope. And then on top of that, she still has her finish. Yeah. Still does the eclipse. Mm hmm. And that's like my favorite thing. That's my favorite offensive move from her. Is yeah. her finish, yeah. Yeah, it's such a cool finish. Like, mm-hmm. like even on the main roster, that was always one of the things that no matter what else, that, that would always get over the Eclipse. Yep. Yeah. So, finish of this match, it breaks down. She goes for the Eclipse on Raquel, but she's able to block it. So, Rhea grabs her. They fight over to the announce table. Dakota kicks Rhea while she's holding Raquel. So, they just said... They're t- they get set toppling over the announce table. They fall over. Ember Moon hits, uses that opportunity to hit Dakota with the Eclipse. She pins her, gets the victory. Beautiful. And then post-match, you know, her and Rhea celebrate. And then, of course, they have their little stare down because, you know, we cool, but you want that belt. That was and a I cool moment, belt. yeah. That was that cool yeah. moment at the end where it was just kind of like, I fucks with you, but don't get in my way. It was like, I fucks with you. But just know, I'm going to get in your way. Yeah. And it's like, I see you when I see you then. I see you when I see you then. But it's all right for right now. For right now, it's all right. Let's celebrate. (laughs) Celebrate good times. Come on. And that was NXT. That was NXT. Uh, uh, A solid show coming out of TakeOver. Set up some Mm -hmm. more stories. We got back into that Drake, Maverick, Killian, Dane story. You know, the fun odd couple. It's Kane and insert small guy here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, you know, unfortunate situation with Rich Holland, but, you know. The show's cursed, man. It's cursed. <laughs> it definitely cursed. And cursed. Now that I heard O'Reilly might be injured, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully yeah. Kyle can be back in, in due time because I'd hate for him to be gone where he's getting a big push. I know there ain't no such thing as halfway crooks, but my man's, I am shook. <laughs> right? Yep. I'm worried, but that was NXT. Let's pray to the heavens that yes. we don't have a problem here. Yes. And that uh, everything goes good. Yeah. All right. 
So uh, we'll, we'll be back in a couple of seconds for uh, hey, Edo, hey, Edo. And now, here we are again, because every time we do Dynamite Second, it always fucks me up. Yeah, nah, you fucking up, so okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... It goes a little sound like this, Tevin, give me a second. Ah, uh, uh. oh, Tevin, are you ready? Of course. Uh, it's time to light the fuse. And the boom, it's Dynamite. Dynamite. All the, all the, all the booms and all that. Dynamite! Shit. Dynamite! <laughs> Stupid. Oh man. And and this is is the thirtieth. Well, is it not? Is it? The, it's not a thirtieth anniversary. It, it would be the thirty year anniversary. Yes. Thirty thirty years of, of Chris Jericho, which would technically be the twenty ninth anniversary, correct? Yeah. But it's the thirty year. You get what I mean? Yeah. Right. I, I, I remember. I also remember WrestleMania 25, where <laughs> where they kept saying 25th anniversary, and everyone kept saying it's it not though, because it's the 25th. It, it's not. But it would be it, the 24th. Yeah. Because the anniversary is. The, the, it, it's, you it's don't do after. the anniversary yeah. for the first one. You do it for the <laughs> second one. So that's yeah. when it. Yeah. When you start dating your girlfriend, you don't have the anniversary the first day you start dating. No, this is our da- <laughs> dating anniversary. <laughs> your dating anniversary is a year after. Yeah. So, so that's how you do that. But nonetheless, <laughs> we are here celebrating 30 years of 30 Chris years. Jericho's career. The third, the craziest 30 years I could ever think of, man. He went through everything and back. He's been through a roller coaster that very few could even think about. It's like I go back and think about when Steve Austin started, which was around the same time. And it's just like I think it was like a year before maybe. And it's it's an insane ride he's been on, you feel me? Like just think about that. Like he he's been through WCW, he's been through fuck, he's been through Japan and then Mexico and WCW. And back to Japan. Wasn't he like super, super, uh, like Thunder Liger or some shit? Yeah, Super Liger. Yeah, he was Super Liger. And he, he, he was freaking everything. Corazon de Leon, as he always likes to say. Yeah. Even, even though the way you say it properly is Corazon de Leon. Now, Corazon de Leon. Corazon de Leon. <laughs> He's a mad French, bro. You're not French, it's Spanish, bro. Corazon mm-hmm. de Leon. You feel me? Anyways, past the, the the Spanish lesson. This was fucking like think about it. What else? He, WCW fucking beefing with Goldberg. Goldberg didn't want to do it. Goldberg was being weird. <laughs> he was like, "Nah, bro, that dude is mad small." Gets fuck to you. WWE, wins both the titles, and tells Bill Goldberg to fuck off. Basically, golly, man. It wasn't you who won the Goldberg. It was Jericho. Remember that. Right, it wasn't like, Austin. It wasn't Rock. <laughs> it's crazy. Like like he always said, he beat Austin and Rock in the same night. Yep. And became the first ever undisputed champion. Then after that, he's he was a uh, you know all these different versions of himself. You know, remember when he decided to be a, a, a laughing mute? Yeah. <laughs> Trollico. <laughs> Fucking save us, two, two, two. Yeah, king of the world, Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe the better one. 
honest man suit wearing Chris Jericho, yeah, yeah. calling everyone hypocrites and parasites and holding his tie like this and going, I am the best in the world, in the world at what, what I do. do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now? That Jericho. Man. Wasn't Hager his boy back then too? Yeah. <laughs> but but that Jericho. Yeah. Oof. Man, like from Jericho has always, always, always been one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I always say this. From the time I saw him in WCW calling Dean Malenko Stinko Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> from that day, I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Then he's yeah. in the ring. He, he can he can wrestle. From he's, the he's moment he introduced Ralphus. Yeah, Ralph, he's always <laughs> been a complete package. He's always yeah. been willing to reinvent himself. That, as we've seen, he's the king of it. Just And then, like you said, there, there are not many guys who can not only say they've seen virtually like everything in the past 30 years, mm-hmm. but to still be doing it after 30 years at this level is, is honestly incredible. Yep. From arm bar to arm bar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> some arm oh, drags man. in there too, but they're mostly arm bars. Arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jericho 30. Shall we get to it? Let's do it, man. Let's do uh, it. Are we going to talk about, when are we going to talk about the, the celebrities? As, as they come up. All right. Yeah. So we open the show. With the montage of the AEW wrestlers, they're all sharing uh, their favorite Chris Jericho moments. And, mm-hmm. you know, since the vast majority of Jericho's career on tape is owned by WWE, yep. they can't, you know, show or do much with most of that. They just use all his AEW stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, here's all these, all these great AEW moments he had, which, fair fuck, it's only been a year. And look at all these great AEW moments Jericho has Jericho, had. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's another testament to how great he is. So, you know, mostly great AEW moments, and there you go. We yep. open the show. And, and we, who's on commentary? Oh, we got Excalibur, mm-hmm. Tony Schiavone, mm-hmm. Jim Ross, and Taz. Taz was there, right? And who else was there? Ricky Dicky Starks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky, Ricky. I forgot oh, about Ricky. <laughs> Ricky Starks is also a commentary alongside Taz. They're <laughs> on commentary because the FTW championship is on the line. Jesus Christ. Brian son. Cage defends against Will Hobbs. I'm starting to really like this guy. Will Hobbs. Oh, my God. Will Hobbs. Is- yeah, because you watch Dark and shit all the time. I don't get time yeah. to do that all the time. Yeah. So when I do get a chance to watch Dark and I see him there, I'm like, cool. But now that I'm like seeing him more like on TV as well, it's like he's he's something else. He's something else. And he seems like even outside the ring, he's pretty cool. Yeah. He's giving me like Bronson Reed vibes. Yeah. Like just big dude moves all around the ring. Different type of big dude, but still, you know, big dude nonetheless. Moves like nothing's bothering him. Just cool as fuck, mad chill. I like this guy. Yeah. In this ring, too. Incredible. I, I love that he calls his spine buster the last will and testament. 
That's a dope name. That's great. <laughs> that's a dope name. And it's a worthy name of a worthy spine buster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's spine busters. <laughs> I can feel my chest leave my chest. Yeah. I like this match. JR loved this match. <laughs> this is it. These are his type of matches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he loved this is his deal. Yeah. These Guys big horses. These football player-esque. <laughs> yeah. So, Will, he goes up top. He had a frog splash after he hits his last Will and Testament spine buster. Yeah. But Cage moves out of the way. He's able to hit the drill claw. And he retains his FTW championship. Did a you, solid ass hoss match. Yeah, it was. A, I'm not even going. Yo, this was one of the best like big guy matches I've seen in a while. Like at first I was just like, yeah, whatever. Then I started like getting into it and getting into it. I'm like, yo, this is really, really good. Then towards the end, I was convinced that this was like one of the best big guy matches I've seen in a while. I loved it. Another thing too is like, did you see the lats on the uh, Brian Cage, bro? He looks fucking gross, bro. He's oh, beefy as shit. It looks like when he goes like this, he's a fucking cobra. Just, just yeah. like God, Lisa. How do you? What do you have to do to get like that? That's insane. Bro. You know what you have to do to get. Like that. Oh shit! Damn, we don't talk about that, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh hard work and exercise. <laughs> but but uh <laughs> mm. yes, but, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you know, a lot of pre workout, your amino acids, all that good shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes your shit smells even worse than demons. <laughs> uh, and and eating all those Brussels sprouts make your pee smell and look even crazier. So it it all it, it's all good, but at the end of the day you look like fucking King yeah. Kong times ten. Yeah. Golly, son. So yeah, at the end, Taz. Yeah, Taz, he gets the match. He says, you know what, Will Hobbs? It was very impressive. You are an up-and-coming star in this company. That much is obvious. So I'm going to give you two options. Option A, you join Team Taz. (coughs) Or option B, you don't join Team Taz. Mm -hmm. And Ricky Starks and Brian Cage beat you down right here and right now. But as soon as we hit that, Darby Allen hits the ring. Skateboard in tow. Runs off Team Taz. It appears we have our answer. He ain't staying with that. He's staying with, you know, John Moxley's son over here. You know what it is, man? He was like, he basically was like, yo, it's like when you see that kid that's falling on hard times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he And some big hole mafioso looking gangbanger pulls up to the block and says, Hey, kid, why don't you join the squad? I saw how you held your own against my guy here. I think it's time or else. And then homies from the block pull up like, nope, you ain't going to do none of that. Fuck out of here. Get out of here with that nonsense. Nope, that's a homie. Fuck out of here. Y'all going to leave him alone right quick. (laughs) He got people. He got friends. He ain't got He don't need motherfuckers like you. Peace. Yeah. Gangster shit. That's see, the end of that. That's what growing up in the hood do to you. You see shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Darby, Darby and Will Hobbs stand together in the ring. Taz yeah. is like, you're going to regret that, Darby. Very pissed. He's always pissed off at Darby. Yeah. Darby's but, so cool. <laughs> yeah. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but, uh, it's uh, time for our first round of celebrity shout outs. Chris Jericho. Go ahead. We got Slash. 
giving a yeah. shout out. Dennis Miller giving a shout out. Yes. Ted Irving, hockey legend, and Jericho's dad. His daddy is giving like, a I shout love out. My son. New York Rangers legend. Yeah. And of course, we got Bully Ray. Yes. He pops a little bit of the bubbly. But he didn't has- even say shit though. Yeah, he didn't say anything. He just he just drank his bubbly and was just like Judas was playing and he was like, you know. Yeah. What? <laughs> I guess that I guess that's all he needed to say, you know. Say less. <laughs> yeah, say less. <laughs> Here's to you. Thanks. And the big one, motherfucking Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go ace. The ace. Go ace. I have no idea what he was saying, but I was like, yeah. Go ace. With the fucking New Japan logo right behind him. Which is, you know, speculation is that they're going to have a partnership soon. So, Man, there was a lot, a lot of references to New Japan on this show. Not just New Japan, but another company. Yeah. But I mean, I'm mainly thinking of New Japan because since AEW started, they haven't done it that much, which is weird because, like, the guys who started the company literally came from over there. Yep. So to have to have this level of references on this show, it's been like we, people have been calling the fringe between AEW mm-hmm. and New Japan the Forbidden Door. I want it. It looks like the Forbidden I Door. I want has it. Been unlocked. I want it. 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 Give it to me. Give it to me. Please. Oh my God. U.S. Tanash. Oh my God. In the U.S. Uh, uh, well, like, I hear that coin <laughs> drop on dynamite. I'm no, losing it. No. Okada walks out. I'm losing it. <laughs> oh, chill. My man. The best friend's going to be having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> He's come for his gimmick back. <laughs> oh, my God. What if he has to wrestle Trent? <laughs> uh, oh, what if he has to? Orange Cassidy. We can finally get Minoru Suzuki for his Orange Cassidy if they if they're really Ooh, trying to do shit. Chill. We lost that from spring break. <laughs> Yo, our truth needs to come to AEW. We can get fucking Toruyano versus Orange Cassidy. Chill. Why why do you want to kill him? <laughs> Man, listen, I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to have fun. <laughs> fucking for that, just have Switchblade versus Orange Cassidy. Uh. <laughs> Who's the bigger dick? <laughs> give, give me Jay White in, in AEW. Give, give me all. Of it. Give me all of it. But Jay too. Yeah, the forbidden door seems like it's breaking down. Tanahashi here, congratulating Jericho on his, on his thirty years, referencing their match together from Wrestle Kingdom this year, and he says, "I want one more match. No, I want." Ten more matches. I did not understand what the fuck that man was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard Awa, Halaha, Awa was Hawa. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm just glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> the ace of the universe, Hiroshi Tanahashi, showing up on AEW Dynamite. That shit had me really excited. Hell yeah! But you saw, I, I messaged you. <laughs> yeah, you were oh, like, oh, ace, of course. <laughs> 
She was great. Oh, man. I kept hitting you up too. I was at work, by the way, so it was like, and it was extremely dead. So I was just literally just sitting down watching wrestling. We got MJF in the back who, who wants to give his own Jericho story, a memory. He talks about how Chris approached him earlier on, very young in his career. And he wanted to thank MJF for being such an inspiration to him. Fucking MJF. Memeing himself in, in Jericho 30. Always. And then didn't he say that he's like going to come out later? Yeah, he said, you know, I'm going to be out there later after your match to celebrate with you because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I've got to be out there. We're, we're so important to each other. He had some plans there. Hmm. Yeah, I've got some major plans for you tonight, Chris. Seeds. Uh, uh, I've, got a, I've got a nice gift. So we're going to... Seeds. Now it's time <laughs> for a 20-minute brush with greatness. AEW World Tag Team Championships mm-hmm. on the line. TH2, the Hybrid 2, Jack Evans and Angelico versus FTR with Tully Blanchard. You know how I feel about both these guys. Love them. Hell yeah. Friggin' Angelico can fly from Jesus Christ and contort his body in ways. And, you know, Evans is, you know, uh, Evans is, uh, like an OG. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did do a, um, twist and senton mm-hmm. and like, his he he didn't land on uh, Dax, yeah, but his foot did, yeah. So it was like a senton kick, yeah. But it was that, mad weird. <laughs> it was like a botch, but then you know commentary in AW is great. Oh, yeah. his foot was hurt. Remember, they were beating up his foot, and then they turned it into a thing during the match. So yeah, good, good on them. Freaking the revival was just so aggressive. <laughs> it, again. Every time, it's, it's always such a good styles clash in mm-hmm. FTR matches. Like, and I love how important the art of the double team and, mm-hmm. and, and synchronicity. I love how all that stuff is so important in FTR matches. Like, it's not that it isn't important in other tag team matches, but you can tell it's a very noticeable point of emphasis in FTR matches. Mm-hmm. Like the double teams, the way you get out of the double teams, like to beat this team, in terms of kayfabe and storytelling, you have to be like this. Yep. In sync. As a team. All the way. Yeah, you have to be completely in sync. And right now. Because they're in sync. Yeah, and right now, unfortunately, when it comes to Angelico and uh, Evans, if you if you remember, um, it, it's just been Angelico on, on Dark mostly. Yeah. You know, so to have them both here and do what they got to do is Gucci. Yeah. But I knew that. Because they've spent so much time apart, something was going to give. Yeah. And FTR does indeed get the win. Combo top rope splash. Mm-hmm. Scalable points out that could be a shot at the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks, who, by the way, are backstage watching TV at an unnatural angle. They're watching it hilariously. <laughs> Which, <laughs> normally I'd be mad at yeah. that. Like, hey. You don't do that here. That's for that other company. But no, they were doing this it is an extra, obvious yeah. little joke at that other company. They had their entire backs turned. <laughs> Fuck Matt Jackson. Yeah, like Nick is like standing. Yeah, he's, he's doing it. He's head. doing it. Yeah, he's doing it. More like or he's less doing like, it yeah. how they actually do it in WWE. But Matt but has Matt his back. Is, is <laughs> his whole back to the screen? <laughs> like so, he's like he's like his back. The screen is over here. His back is to the screen, but his neck is like that stretch. 
Yeah. That shit hurt. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I love these these silly little pot shots at WWE. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's just silly wrestling tropes. Yeah. And it makes people so irrationally angry online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why do they keep talking shit about WWE? Rent free, rent free. Like, yeah. It's a joke, bro. And you know what it is, too? Here's the thing. For the guys who do get it, it's a perfect little sprinkle of WWE does do that a lot. Yeah. That's a good little jab. Like, yeah. WWE knows they do it. Yeah. They've made fun They've of made it. They've made fun of it, yeah. <laughs> so why are you getting mad when somebody else makes fun of exactly. it? Exactly. It's, it's just a deal. It's not like they're like, WWE's fucking trash. Why do they do shit like that? It's a, it's a joke, bro. Mm-hmm. Calm down. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. And, and the Young Bucks always do this. That's their thing. They they make fun of silly wrestling tropes. Oh. The Young Bucks make fun of themselves. It's what they do. And a- after they, they do this, right? Yeah. Uh, don't they realize that the cameraman was watching them the whole time? Yeah, they're like, hey, this camera guy over here spying on us because yeah. in AEW, the invisible camera doesn't exist. Yes. Which, so, again, I love. <laughs> yeah. And then they turn around and they go, hey, what's our favorite move? <laughs> and if you super, know the young bucks, yeah. you know what their favorite move is. Super kick party. And the poor cameraman is treated to a super kick party. Yep. And I think they said something like, how many more thousands is this going to be? <laughs> <Or> whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think commentary was even talking shit about it because they were like, you know, they got to do something about these motherfuckers. Tony Khan might as well just start holding their paychecks. <laughs> didn't didn't Skivon or, or whoever was there with with uh, Ross say something about um, they should take them off TV? Yeah, like at some point, are we going to suspend them or? Yeah. yeah. Which do you think this is leading to the Young Bucks super kicking Tony Khan? That'll be fun. <laughs> I know. I know. Tony Khan has said yeah. he doesn't want to be like a TV character. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to be on TV. But but, but it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, Super and it's not boss. like it would make you like you know a character character. Or no, it would just like, happen once. Yeah, just once. So I'm with it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh man. So after that, we get the best friends. And they've, they've got some visual gags with them this week. They got a picture of FTR dressed as hot dogs because, you know, they're weenies. <laughs> FTR is, is not happy with, with this weenie shit. So they get into a brawl with the best friends. And then it gets announced, you know, guess what, weenies? Turns out that us backyard wrestlers, we've got a shot at those tag team titles next week. And it's going to be regular rules. 60-minute time limit. Mm-hmm. So here we go. It's all set for next week. It's, it's a straight-up championship match. FTR versus the best friends. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. It's about that time. They've been they've been teasing it for a few weeks now, and here we go. So far, this is a pretty pay-per-view-esque card. Oh, yeah. The, the, the anniversary show is looking stacked. Yeah. This one, I meant this one, but yeah. Oh, this one. This one was a good one, too. Yeah, this was a pay-per-view-ass card. Like, think about all yeah. the people we have wrestling here. Yeah. yeah. Speaking about that, uh, isn't there a match after this with uh, a thousand intros? Oh, yes. 
<laughs> TNT Championship on the line in a dog collar match. Big match feel. Cody takes on Mr. Brody Lee. And yes, they have, they, they did their absolute best to make this feel as big as they possibly could. Greg the Hammer Valentine sitting in the crowd watching this match. And they, they sure as shit let you know about his history with the dog collar match, about he, how he had maybe the most famous one mm-hmm. of all time mm-hmm. with Roddy Piper in 1983. Yeah, bringing this up low-key made me sad. Yeah, because... I wish the other half of this match was here. Right. Oh, right. my God. Can you imagine? Hot Rod here. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? They probably would have made him like the GM or some shit. They probably would have given him some Because he has to be on camera. Has to. And it can't be just as like a regular manager. He has to be doing shit because he's one of like my favorite dudes to have in any kind of like managerial role. Like, like I'm talking about like, you know, GM style mode or like a commissioner type thing, you know, as every time he has a role like that, he's fucking great at it. He goes absolutely bonkers and he loves his guys. And then the guys that he hates, he really goes after them. I would have loved to see him in this company, but it is what it is. And then, Fucking Cody, for some weird reason, has 5,000. So after they do like a 1,000 entrances to this match alone, introducing this guy, that guy, the doctor, your mother, your auntie yeah. in the back row, uh, Jim Ross on, on fuck, they introduced everything. The referee, uh, yeah. uh, the guy who, who put the mat on, the, the, the cameraman, uh, everybody was introduced. And then I, <laughs> Then after that, Cody has 15 intros to his song. It's like some Kane-looking shit, and then, oh, bullshit. And then, wrestling has more than one royal family. And then, his song. And then, Pyro. He gets more and more Pyro every week. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) His Pyro (laughs) is out of control. I feel like AEW's... Pyro budget is, is just entirely Cody at this point. <laughs> Great song, but just something, Cody Rhodes. Something, something, Paw Patrol. <laughs> Anyways, so my thing with this, I wish it was just wrestling has more than one royal family. That's it. That's it. That would be perfect for me. Yeah. Cause this intro is getting healer and healer by, and, and it's not something new. The entire internet talks about it. Like it's not just me who had this problem like months back. Like the entire internet at this point is like, yo, this motherfucker needs to lose a goddamn intro or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Cody, do something about that unless you're going to be a heel. Cause that adds to the healness. Yeah. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Dog collar match. We can hold peace. Everyone thought Cody would be the one to bleed immediately. We can hold peace. We can hold peace. Okay. Bring it. Yeah. See, everybody thought you know it. it this is a match. Cody's gonna bleed. Yes. And it's not. He a, did bleed. I was gonna say it's not a big uh, Rhodes. Fa- it's not a big Rhodes family match, baby. Unless there's some color. If there's you gotta no get some co- color, then. If, daddy. If you ain't got no color in that match, I don't need to hear about it. I don't want to know about it. It's not even a real match. It's one of those TV matches that you have when they put you on, on, on the on the on, on the book at the last moment. But at the end of the day, brother, but we we got to do it just like this. Understand? 
The American dream dusted the roads. Told his boys, when it's a big match, boys, you have to blend like it. Do you remember how my forehead used to look? Do you remember that? Why do you think me and Ric Flair used to make each other bleed like it was nobody's business? <laughs> exactly. Why did I exactly. Just go so goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, Goth Cody. while Cody does shed blood in this match, as you would expect, he's not the first person to actually do so. The first person to bleed in this match is John, John Silver. Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he got decked in the face by the chain, I believe, right? Yeah. <laughs> Idiot, man. What are you doing? Get he's the down ball. and he's dead. Anna Jay runs over to check yeah. on him because it's just Anna Jay and Silver out there with him. And, and like eventually, after after yeah. Silver gets busted open, he looks down at him and he's just like, get, get him out of here. T- take him to the back. Get him out of here. Yeah, which- so Anna Jay just take him to the back and... No dark order mm-hmm. for the rest of this match. Mm-hmm. No NPCs. It was weird. Yeah. John Silver's an idiot, bro. <laughs> that that <laughs> fucking child. <laughs> he doesn't like your cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Cody, he goes for a Cody cutter. Yes. But Brody yanks his chain. <laughs> and pulls him off. <laughs> just pulls him off the chain. Top. I'm just yanking your chain, bro. <laughs> no Cody cutter for you. Yeah, but that should look brutal. Ooh. Yeah. It looked like they a did a lot almost. of. Yeah. They did a lot of cool spots in this match with the chain. A lot of callbacks too to to the ham to the Valentine Piper match. Yeah. Like Brody, he hits DDT on the chain, and there you go. Cody is bleeding. <laughs> I will admit. I do miss the visual of Cody bleeding when he was blonde. Yeah. Because his up, hair mm-hmm. would always, mm-hmm. yeah. It would Ric Flair the fuck up. Yeah. Like, it, it was a great visual. Like, it, like that bleach blonde, it always goes well in wrestling with, with, with the crimson yeah. mask. Anytime anybody, it's not even just bleach blonde. When you have light hair, period. It, yeah. The, like, for example, Triple H had regular blonde hair. And to see the blood dripping off his hair, oh, visual. Yeah. Oh, my God. Remember that shit, bro? Like, at the tips of his hair was blood red, bro. Always. It was like Kool-Aid, man. It was nasty. Ugh. <laughs> so, Brody, yeah, go ahead. he sets up the plunder, chairs, tables, the everything. But Cody comes back. pulls He pulls Brody off. He yanks his chain. Mm-hmm. Pulls him off the apron. <laughs> gets the Cody cutter. Yeah. And then, as you know, he who sets up the table... We'll go through the table. Mm-hmm. During picture in picture, no less, Cody hits a fucking package pile driver yes. off the apron through the table. During Pip, my man. During the Pip. It was- See, when JR be telling y'all, watch the Pip, yeah. he not lying. <laughs> you have to, because that package pile driver, how do you pick up a man that large compared to you and give him a, a fucking, he turned him into a little fucking box. <laughs> yeah, crunches him up. <laughs> and Cody and, and Brody's so fucking big yeah. that when he lands, like the back of him just lands flat on Cody. So mm. Cody like takes a slight bump. Mm-hmm. Mm. Crazy man. Yeah. And 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 there goes more blood. <laughs> yeah, with that, Brody's now bleeding. <laughs> yep. Oh man. So they, they do this cool callback to the uh, the Valentine Piper match where. Brody is trying to pull Cody from the outside 
into the ring mm-hmm. via the dog collar. Like he's trying to yank him and pull him over the top rope. Cody blocks it. Yeah. He's able to stop it. So after that point, Brody picks up a chair and mm. just fucking yeets it at Arn on Yeet. your ramp. <laughs> Arn looked at him like, no. Fuck. <laughs> you fucking what, mate? <laughs> I'm a noctogenarian. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so Arn, no matter how old this man is, yeah. he don't give a fuck. He's, he he's the badass, ring. yeah. He wants to smoke. But then Alex Reynolds is back. Yeah. Reynolds hits the ring, and he is the sacrificial lamb. They get hit with that double-A spine buster. Has spine to. on the pine, Has as JR called. Yeah. Yeah. He does his soul fucking... How are you this age and still crisp? Oh, my God. Jesus. Beautiful. The the benchmark for the spine buster. Mm-hmm. I remember so Cody, people used to even okay. shit on the rock spine buster. Oh, yeah. Closest spine buster that I like towards him is, is like, I guess, Triple H's. Yeah. But, like, it's almost like he's faking it. I don't like Austin spine buster. Oh, because this is a release. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, go ahead. You know who had a good release spine buster? Farouk. Yeah, but it's the power that he threw behind it. He, he fucking, get the fuck down. He threw you. Like with Austin, he would shit toss you like it's a, like a shoot fight. Like, you know? Yeah. When it just shit toss you. But with Farouk, it was like, I'm gonna lift you, grab you by your chest, and slam you through the mat. Mean, bro. You, you gonna feel this. Back to the match. Yes. Cody hits crossroads. And Brody kicks out at one. Jesus. Man, of all the things that is my shit in wrestling, mm-hmm. angry kickouts at one. Yes. I love that AEW is like bringing that shit over mm-hmm. to the States in full. Mm-hmm. Fighting spirit kickouts are my shit. When you do a good fighting spirit kickout, that shit makes me mark out. Remember when everything, remember we used to play the actual games, right? And every time that. A motherfucker would kick out at one fighting spirit. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta play. We gotta play us some some two K soon. As soon as they come up with a game good enough for us to play, right? <laughs> like I gotta love that damn fighting spirit. Yeah, fighting spirit. So now Cody hits him with the final cut. Yes, because you know revenge from my brother. Mm-hmm. And then and yet another. Piper Valentine called back, and then the final Piper Valentine called mm-hmm. back. He wraps that chain around Brody's face, yep. around his nose, mm-hmm. and around his mouth. Yep. And then he drops him with one more crossroads. And that gets the win. Once again, Cody is your TNT champion. Yep. Now. Awesome match. Yes. Awesome match. Yes. There are there are those that do not agree with this result. Mm-hmm. And I won't front. I am one of them. Ooh. I thought that there was so much more for Brody Lee to do with this championship. But I feel like there's going to be more. I feel like this is not the end. Sure. Sure. I feel like this is the beginning of a different chapter, and they're going to ring around the rosy right quick, give Cody a few people to feud with, and then this is going to turn different ways. And then they're going to give it back to Brody. We'll see. Uh, like, I am willing to give this a chance mm-hmm. and see where it goes. Because so far, AEW has been pretty good about, yeah. you know, 
transitioning guys out of big losses. Like, how Brody Lee lost to John Moxley, and mm-hmm. look where he ended up within a few months. Yep. So we know that a big loss doesn't necessarily kill you here. It, it and, and we know that when it comes to follow-up, they can do follow-up. Yep, because they did so, the same loss for Cody, and they gave him back his W. Exactly. And again, mm-hmm. like even story-wise, it makes sense yep. for Cody to get the win here. Like, yep. Brody Lee not only beat him, He's been fucking with his family. Mm-hmm. He's been talking about his wife. Mm-hmm. It makes sense for Cody to get this win to get revenge for his family. Yep. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to hate on it. And and the story continues right after the match because he cuts a big old babyface promo. Exactly. You know, one of those classic impassioned Cody promos mm-hmm. saying, you know, there were people who wanted me to go down a dark path. People who saw me dye my hair and thought I was going to do things differently. Well, I say to hell with that. This is my life's work, and you people have all made it possible. He says, you know what I want to do for Dynamite's anniversary next week? I want to defend this TNT championship. And then Tony asks him, well, who do you want to defend it against? Before he can give an answer, out walks Orange Cassidy. Steps onto the stage, gives the thumbs up. Half thumbs up. And Cody gives a full one. Like, yes, I agree. So we're set. Cody versus Orange Cassidy next week, TNT Championship. Now Now. you know. Now you know. Now you know. Before this promo, I I didn't even think. I was like, Cody came back. He's going to be a baby face. He's going to be cool. It's just going to be a different look. That's all it is. Different look. Tevin was over here like, nah, bro, he going to turn full here. Ah, 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 ah. And I was over here like, nah, nah. But after this promo, you see, before this promo, I'm telling you, there was no way. I was like, nah, he's going to be a face. Okay. But then after he he just nom, nom, nom the entire audience, Cody, you sus. <laughs> you sus, Cody. It's like I'm. 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 Be honest. Be, before this, I didn't even. I didn't even think he was the killer. But now, yeah. now you hella sus. Yeah, you hella sus. You, Where were you last, Cody? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I heard you said you was in navigation, but I saw you in admin. Come on now, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Purple sus. <laughs> Super sus. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Dark so again, Uno. <laughs> you know I gotta switch. Evil Dark Uno. <laughs> Evil Dark Uno. <laughs> Evil Uno Dark One. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So we'll see where the storytelling goes with this situation. So we got some new competitors <laughs> in that World Championship tournament. New challenger. New challenger number one, mm-hmm. Wardlow. Obvious. New challenger number two, Colt Cabana. Not that obvious. Ripping that dark order. Yeah, not that obvious. Huh. And new challenger number three, Hangman Adam Page. And this entire competition, uh, 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 gauntlet, whatever you want to call it. This entire series of matches has officially become an Adam Cole. Not Adam Cole. What's wrong with me? Kenny Omega 
versus Adam Hangman Page feud storyline angle. It is official. And Marvez, he's with Kenny in the back. There he's you asking go. his thoughts on being back in singles. There and Kenny, you go. He says, hey, I've been waiting for a shot at the world title for a year now. I've been waiting for my shot again back into it. So I'm happy I'm back in singles. You know, as far as this tournament goes, I've won my share of tournaments, which another New Japan reference. Because as we know, Kenny Omega very famously won the G1 Climax. <laughs> and here's the thing with Kenny it kills me here. Yeah. He keeps saying, you know, it doesn't matter who's in this tournament. You know, Cole Cabana, Wardlow, even tag team wrestlers like Hangman Adam Page. Mm. I, I don't care if, if a tag team guy like Hangman Adam Page is in there. Ooh. He keeps saying that, you know, you know, tag team guys like Hangman, that's fine because I'm going to win this tournament. Me. Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but I thought last time I checked, you were the person he was tagging with. Right? Just saying. And... If I'm not mistaken, you were the one who asked Hangman to team with you, Kenny. Oh. Not the other way around. And even even the commentators after this are like, you know, I think Kenny is <laughs> feeling some type of way about this. More than he's letting on. Because, again, he won't let it go. Mm-hmm. So, again, like you said... It looks like Kenny and Hangman are on a collision course in this tournament. So we're going to see. Let's see what happens. And now, Big Swole. 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 She's taking on Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb is back. Yes. Just give me her all the time. This match, more than anything else, mm-hmm. showed that they should absolutely sign Serena Deeb. Like, no question. Mm-hmm. They need the talent. They need someone as good as Serena. Like, give me Serena Deep and Sheeta now. You know what now. kind of vibes she gives me, bro? She gives me mad Molly Holly vibes. Like, modern-day Molly Holly. I love that shit. And I don't mean, like, Mighty Molly style. And I mean, like, watch her actual matches. Like, yeah. she was really, really good. You know what I'm saying? And... Th- Serena in this match just gave me that same feel, that same vibe. And then not to take anything off Swole because Swole too. Swole got in there and whooped some ass. The fucking left and right chops looking mean as fuck. Or she was this, good. This yeah. is why, this is exactly why I think Serena should be here because you need someone with her level of experience. Because most, I think what people don't realize about the AEW women's division are most of them are fairly inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Like, Britt Baker has been wrestling for a couple years. Yeah. Chris Statland, she's injured, but she's been wrestling a couple mm-hmm. years. Penelope Ford, a couple years. Like, mo- most of the people on this roster have, have only been wrestling for so long, so they're still improving. They're still learning. There's still a lot that they're trying to figure out. Yeah. And having someone like Serena Deeb there gives you a veteran to bounce off of and, and, and elevate you because you're going mm-hmm. to work better than you normally would working with someone as, as crisp and tight as Serena Deeb. Yep. They need they need her there to to help these women out. Yeah, she's a vet. You know, you got a lot of young female stars. Perfect position. She can be their undertaker. Yeah. 
So I, 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 I really do hope they sign Serena because uh, a great find for them. Yeah. And then after this, can I talk about how cool John Moxley is? Oh my god, man! <laughs> can this man get any cooler, bro? Best promo in the business. Oh my god, he's so like shook, but not shook. I don't understand it, but he's just it's like he doesn't give a fuck, bro. It's like, well, I'm a dad. Takes a the, shot. The, the, I'll be the right. bars, <laughs> the bars he's spitting this promo. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> You know, I live like the samurai because I, t- I approach every fight like I'm going to die at the end of mm-hmm. it. You know, he says, next week is a celebration of one full year of AEW Dynamite, but I'm not going to get to celebrate. Because all year, I've been fending off the meanest, the toughest, you know, the kids who want a spot on top. And now, I know that, you know, one day... My time will end as world champion. Someone's going to take this title from me. I know that to be true. And that day could be October 14th. And that man could be Lance Archer. Because one does not simply beat Lance Archer. One survives Lance Archer. Mm -hmm. Because see, I faced Lance Archer before. There's another New Japan reference. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. January of this year, in the Tokyo Dome, me and Lance Archer... We had a Texas death match, and I barely left out of Tokyo uh-huh. with my teeth in my head and my head on my shoulders. That match was fucking so, brutal, man. You remember, it bro? Is very, of, of course. God damn. Yeah. That was one of like the first boxing matches where I was like, this is who he needs to be all the time. WWE, what the fuck were you smoking? Ah, oh, man. John Moxley, by the way, still IWGP United States champion. So if for no other reason <laughs> that we should have a fucking AEW New Japan partnership yep. so they can get their damn belt back. Yep. <laughs> He's been holding that shit hostage for a hot minute. But yeah. I bet you they don't mind it because it's like that's their world champion. Yeah. Their world champion is our U.S. champion. Yeah. There's world. There's worse places for it to yeah. be. Like they gave it to the guy. Yeah, and I imagine mm-hmm. like the re- the main reason Moxley can't defend it is cold. Yeah, they can't go over that. But, yeah. yeah, so th- it's not even beef. They're just like, okay, we get it. Yeah, like he'll he'll be back soon whenever he can. Mm-hmm. Whenever this all opens back up, yeah. we're all in the bubble so, right now. <laughs> yeah, so you know, Moxley says it is very possible mm-hmm. that Lance Archer takes this world championship from me next week. But I tell you this. He's going to have to pry this title from my cold, dead hands. I will not give it up willingly because I've never laid down for anybody. So like you say, Lance, everybody dies, takes a shot, slams it down. That's it. He used that line. (laughs) So savage. Everybody dies. Like, like, I, I always talk about it. The way... John Moxley lays out the story. Mm-hmm. Is perfect every time. Every time. He does the damn thing. His his like fatalistic viewpoint on this match. Listen, I know that I'm going to die at some point. And I know that this man may be the one to kill me. And if that is if that's what happens, so be it. I'm going down swinging. Like, the man. 
the man. Said I'm coming down swinging so fast it'll make your was it eye spin? You getting yeah. knocked the fuck out like Mike Tyson? <laughs> Real shit. And that takes us to the main event. Yes. The Chaos Project. Luther and Serpentico. Yes. Our boys getting in the main event. And during the entire show, they have like all the, well, they had like two or three little like recaps of like Jericho talking about like, this was my guy. Yeah. Like we, we grew up together type shit. Like this is what we does. And it's about time that we finally get to see him on the main event along with Chris Jericho. Yeah. Amazing. Like Jericho really like put Luther over and like I didn't I didn't bring Luther here because he's my friend or this wasn't a pity signing. I brought Luther here because he's been putting in the work for just as long as I've been mm-hmm. and he deserves to be on the same stage as me. Yep. He's been here for he 30 he, years too, son, so you tell me. Yeah. He says I have Luther here in the main event night because I need to beat Luther. To celebrate 30 years. Like, he he really put it over mm-hmm. as a big deal. And then, you know, we get a few more Jericho videos celebrating him. Lance Storm. Yes. Another one who's, who's been there from the beginning. Lance Storm. Thrill Seekers, baby. Remember this time? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Silent Bob. Kevin Smith. Yes. I didn't even know he knew this dude. Yeah. yeah. I think they did that movie together. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eli Roth. Yes. So, yeah, Jericho definitely making his Hollywood inroads. Hell yeah. Fluffy's there. My guy. Gabriel Iglesias, and he's got Chavo Guerrero on Zoom. But you know that with Gabriel Iglesias, he's such a wrestling mark. He loves yeah, he, it. He, you know, he, he, you know he loves it. He yeah, loves hell yeah. There's no way he would have yeah. missed it. And then Chavito, he. Yeah. Ooh, Chavo. Dun, dun, Chavo apparently dun, dun. in Australia, so he's quarantining. Chavo Toro. Yeah. <laughs> that shit didn't make no sense, bro. Yeah. Chavo was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it has been 30 years. It feels yeah. like I see you on TV every week. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. I see freaking Chavo all over Instagram, though, so he better stop. Yeah. You all over the social medias, too, yeah. man. What are you talking about? You still around? Yeah. You out here, Chavo. Mm-hmm. He was on Glow. Yeah. Yeah. He was over here being a movie star. Yeah. Got Steel Panther, because you know, yeah. Jericho got to show love of course. to his fellow metalheads. And then, this one made me mark out almost as... No, this one made me mark out every bit as much as Tanahashi. Go ahead. Fucking Ultimo Dragon. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I missed it uh, originally because I was too busy, like, working. <laughs> That's yeah. when my boss came in with the bullshit. <laughs> But I got to see it afterwards on, on different little highlights online. And that shit was fire, man. Ultimo Dragon, man. Jesus. Heart. All this WCW, man. Ah. Like I said at the top of the show, my first memories of Chris Jericho was mm-hmm. watching him go with those cruiserweights. Yeah. Malenko, Hoovy, Ray, mm-hmm. and of course... Ultimo, Ultimo Dragon. Fucking Dragon, or as they called him in WCW, the Ultimate Dragon. <laughs> that's what it means but yeah because in Spanish it's ultimo dragon yeah which means ultimate dragon <laughs> yeah so god I loved seeing ultimo man yeah took me all the way back and 
He actually challenges Jericho to one more match. With it, with it, give me now. He's like, I'm like, as soon as I'm like, sign this man right now, AEW. Fucking do it. (laughs) If he can still do it, do it. If he can still go, hell yeah. Give me all of that shit. Fucking give me Lance, for God's sakes. Hell yeah. I know Lance can still go. But wasn't Lance like last in WWE and then they released him in that package? Yeah. Yeah. Did they bring him back? I don't know. I thought they, I know they bring they're yeah, bringing people back now WWE. Yeah, because I thought Boa was released in that whole situation. Yeah, but and, I think, and yeah. we saw him. We saw him. So. Yeah, so WWE is bringing people back mm-hmm. now that were furloughed. So yeah. maybe Lance is back. All right. Well, I don't know, but yeah, let's see. Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon. One more time, Bully Ray. What the fuck are you doing? Right. Get over here. I want to see you versus Eddie Kingston all day, every day. Well, Bully Ray works Ring of Honor, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the, come, come here yeah. right quick. They'll let you. <laughs> I think they'll let him for like a match with like a one-off. Not if he signed. Oof, yeah. yeah. They should try to get him there for a one-off. Yeah. Just get Bubba for one, uh, one-off and have him go with, uh, of course, the only guy who makes sense, which is Eddie Kings. Yeah. In a fucking no-holds-barred fucking... Fucking street, New York street brawl or some shit. Yeah. Fucking Taz so, has to be the ref and shit. <laughs> the most New York match of oh all time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. we got Jericho. He has EVH written on his arm. Yes, Eddie Van Halen. Which, RIP. Yes, tribute to the late great Eddie Van Halen. Man, when I found out, I was literally at work just chilling and then I put New York one or whatever and then they start talking about it. I'm like, no fucking way. I was so, I was heartbroken, man. Yeah. Damn, son. Another one, man. 2020 stopped taking on my people. Right? Like that, that one mm-hmm. hurt. But yeah. Man. Shocking as hell, man. Yet another New Japan reference. Mm-hmm. Excalibur talking about Jericho's longtime friendship with Gato. Yes. Who is, of course, the booker of New mm-hmm. Japan Pro Wrestling and, of course, an active talent. Mm-hmm. He's in Bullet Club. But, yeah. Gato. And, again, if you, a, a, a big key to the Forbidden Door is the fact that Jericho is longtime friends with Gato. Mm-hmm. So, again, open that Forbidden Door. Open it. It's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Just wait. Just you wait. <laughs> In the early going of this, mm-hmm. Luther and Jericho both look fired up. Yeah. Like, like they both, I guess, recognize the moment. Like, hell yeah, we here. And then all the way back to 1990, we're, we're here. Like, Luther was moving. He was moving. Probably the best I've seen since he's been mm-hmm. here. And then he gets gassed, but that's okay. It happens, yeah. <laughs> He's up there. He's up there in age and and. and He's got a lot of bumps on his bumper. Mm-hmm. Damn, a lot of bumps. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, Sammy, he tosses the bat in the ring. Yeah. But Luther catches it and hits Jericho in the stomach. Follows up with the big boot for a two count, close two count. And Sammy gets on the apron. But then Luther takes him out and that allows Jericho to recover. Takes Luther down with the Judas effect. And Jericho and Hager get the win. Pretty fun match. Pretty fun match. All things. That was pretty dope. Yeah, like, it, 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 like it, people are mad that 
some people are mad that Cody and Brody didn't make yeah. it over this. But, like, I get it. You're celebrating 30 years of Jericho. Just do it. They yeah, built this up it. with, you know, Jericho and Luther, old rivals. It, it was a nice situation. And then it worked out because of the post-match. Exactly. So here we go. Post-match, Jericho celebrating. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the mic to, you know, give a speech. Yep. But he's interrupted by MJF and Wardlow. And they've got a gift with them, it appears. Yep. So MJF, he's like, listen, Chris, I'm not out here to disrespect you. I'm here to celebrate. Mm-hmm. I even brought you another gift. And and here's the gift. Wardlow pulls off the top. MJF is like, everybody, if you know how, count down alongside me. And, you know, they count down. Five, four, three, two, one. Wardlow rips off the, the wrapping paper. And it's Clownicole Clown. Get it, Clownico? Yeah. The crowd boos. Yeah, boo. It's this very <laughs> festival of friendship situation right here. The whole time I'm like, yeah. no, he's going to kill him. <laughs> he's going to kill him. But instead, he goes, hey, buddy, I know I know that's not the real gift. That You know, he's holding the real gift. He, yeah, he, look, give him the real gift. So Jericho yeah. takes the gift, opens it up. And it's a MJF fucking he went rock. pulled a rock. <laughs> pulled a straight up rock. Yeah. Rock to Farouk. Exactly. If you don't remember mm-hmm. back in the Nation of Domination days, The Rock gave Farouk a picture of himself as yep. a gift. <laughs> Which is exactly what MJF did here to Jericho. Now, in, in Farouk's case, he tried to beat The Rock up with the dang picture. Yeah. But in this case, Jericho murders poor Clownico the Clown. Yeah. With the dang picture, and then finishes it off with a Judas effect. Murder. The stiffest Judas effect Murder. I've ever seen. <laughs> he held it on him. <laughs> he killed this man. Poor guy. But you know what it was? He hit him with the thing, and he didn't fall down. He just kind of got stunned. Yeah. He was like, you fucking what, mate? <laughs> da! Just murders him. He drops like a sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, he grabs the mic. Gets in MJF's face and he's mm-hmm. like, never interrupt me again. And they're staring each other down and I'm like, oh no, it's oh, going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> and then they laugh it off and it's all yeah. good. <laughs> and then a who's who of all the heels. Right? <laughs> all the heels come out <laughs> yep. and to as, celebrate. And it, this becomes Saturday Night Live because this, this is happening. The fucking, the credits roll, and it's all Chris Jericho. All Chris Jericho. Tevin, tell him, tell executive producer. Executive producer, Chris Jericho. (laughs) Camera is Chris Jericho. Jericho. Writer is Chris Chris Jericho. Jericho. Starring Chris Chris Jericho. Jericho. (laughs) Directed by Chris Chris Jericho. Jericho. (laughs) Same way they announced everybody earlier, and now now all the credit goes to Chris Jericho. Yeah. It was (laughs) fucking, and the, the fucking, the Saturday Night Live theme that they had going on. Right. Fucking excellent, man. Fucking Excalibur goes, Jericho does camera four? <laughs> Jericho's like, he's very ambidextrous. <laughs> uh, they sold it. They're the best. They're the best. Oh, Great. They're the best. Great. That was the best ending to an AEW episode I've seen this entire time. My favorite ending. I'm sorry. It was just per- <laughs> It was like they knew they had to troll with this, and they trolled heavy. <laughs> nothing nothing will beat 
Brody killing uh, Cody for me, but this is a strong number two. Nah, that that was that was beef, but <laughs> yeah. this was good in a different way. Like, it, yeah, this it, was great. This it hit great. me here, you know. It was too funny. Man, I was crying, and you know, this is like my last thing I see. Like once I'm leaving work, so yeah. think about how great I felt as I'm clocking out. <laughs> Look at this! Look at this shit! Yeah, great. <laughs> now I get to go home and rest. Man, oh, it, it was, was great. It was, it, was yeah. it was so great, man. Yeah. Jesus. Well, Tevin. Yes, sir. This has been the Wednesday Night War. I can't believe it. What a great two episodes! I lost my mind. Hell, hell of hell of a night of wrestling, as yeah. it usually is on Wednesdays. Two good shows, and then. Like I said, I think the big thing here, mm-hmm. that forbidden door, we pushing. We pushing. We going to open it. I'm dying to see this happen, man. Go Ace! That Tanahashi on AEW television. I need, I need more of it. S- sign Ultimo Dragon. Please. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> Ultimo Dragon is all in. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> but yeah, strong, yeah. strong Wednesday night wrestling. Decent in the ratings, even given you know everything they were going up against. I mean, obviously down because you know, yeah, going up against all these politics and mm-hmm. everything. But uh, it still did decent. Still did decent. And didn't Pence have a fly on his fucking head? Oh yeah, Pence had a fly on his head. <laughs> Everybody was just the entire internet just golly. Then yeah. there was even like memes of like uh, Ruth Gator uh, Bader Bader Ruth Bader Ginsburg Ginsburg yeah because I always say Gator or Bader and yeah. then it fucks me up <laughs> Ruth it's fucking me up anyways Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah mm-hmm. but yeah Mr. R- Fly R- 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 B- G they, they yeah. were saying that she sent him <laughs> Mr. Fly one of mm-hmm. Steve Austin's oldest podcast nemesis yeah <laughs> made TV. Finally. On, on the national stage. <laughs> hey, he's Yo, Mr. Flyers are nemesis too. That motherfucker's always flying around our fucking shots. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Fucking can't open a window in New York City. <laughs> At least he didn't land on our heads, though. Yeah, good. Uh. I would have been tired of visiting my little floofs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell, me, tell them where to find this goddamn shit. Yeah, you already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at RambleMania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at RambleMania, Facebook.com slash RambleMania Show. As far as, and I'll find our group there as well, RambleMania Show's Banter Club. Let me not forget that because that is where all the shit goes down. Yep. You get all our new episodes and everything we're uploading, so get on it. Yes. Doggone. As far as the audio goes, we are everywhere audio is found. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. As far as the visuals, right here, youtube.com slash Ramble Mania Show. You go to that search bar, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. And when you mm-hmm. get here, you click subscribe, like our videos, and you click the bell so that when the new content drops, it goes straight to you. Yeah. You already as far know, as me man. personally. Find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the G R the number eight the number one. Find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the G R the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great. You can find me on Instagram at the number six the letter X the letter L. That is at six XL. You can find me on Twitter at S double I double X. Ain't I great? 
And normally, Tevin, we leave them with a, with a, with a two sweets and normally and good and good fights and all that good shit. Yeah, but normally. tonight <laughs> we just we just gonna leave you one of these. Night, everybody. Good night, man. It's a great show, great show, right? Great show, great show. Hey. Also, hey, hey, look, look, hey, it's hey. Steve. I want to give I want to give a shout out to our musical guest. <laughs> yeah, fucking the little guy too. Hopefully, this whole thing doesn't fall down on me. Yeah, this is the time you get the whole cast out here. Yeah, you gotta get the. Yeah. Gotta get play the music in the background. Yeah. Should... Got the music hey, going. Hey, hey, there you go. At the credits rolling. Yeah, everybody. Hey. <laughs> so stupid. See you guys. Love you. Too sweet. Good fight. Too sweet. Good night. Good night.